You're listening to The Real King with Joe and Heidi King. The blood of Jesus washes whiter than snow. It provides forgiveness and sanctification. The power of the blood of Jesus has provided everything you need to obtain victory, healing, and live triumphantly. That's what we are talking about today, so let's get into it. Um, an unfortunate turn of events. What? Last week when we recorded, it was like 85 degrees outside and the birds were chirping. They were chirping. And it was glorious. in the last 24 hours, we've gotten several, several inches of snow. And it's back to 30 degrees. Yeah. So we call this sprinter here in the Midwest, <gasps> spring and winter. It's trash. Things that I do like about Wisconsin are the different seasons, but things that I do not like are the seasons like this where they like transition back and forth. Yes, they just won't let go. Yeah, I was in Stanley today. Shout out Stanley, and it was really deep, like, and it continued to get deeper. And there was cars buried, and people couldn't get their doors open. But on the highway... Perfect time to catch up on a podcast, if you know what I mean. Robins. One lady said like it was like 25 inches. Yeah, and then the drifting was worse. Yeah. Like the roof I was supposed to get on had, had at least six feet of snow in some some spots. Which is terrible. It's very heavy. But the Robins kept landing in the tire prints of cars, and cars were almost hitting Robins. Weird. Cause they, we almost hit a duck on the way here. Like a mallard? Yeah. yeah. That was like on a dry road. That was just weird. Correct. Two of them. Hmm. A male and a female. Walking the they highway. Do. Oh, they were on a stroll. It was a lady and a man. Yeah. Right? Because aren't the girls yeah. brown? Yeah, they're the brown. and. Why are the boys more colorful? I've never understood that. Breeding. Makes yeah. them more attractive. The female chooses the male based on the show hmm. i'm gonna google just that. like just like in, <laughs> in real check. life with with us humans there is like a david attenborough like planet earth it's literally narrated by him it's all about birds yeah like you're, the you're, mallards are not featured peacocks are are asian descent birds they're <laughs> they're like not natural to here there's some in africa and then the other ones are all we have Asian. so many peacocks here though i was gonna mm-hmm. say so eau claire is but they're another bird where the male they're is very so loud yeah they're known for that for their shrill high pitch it's the do males. a peacock impression i can't i can't do, do it, it right now try it i can't you know <laughs> you- <laughs> I don't know. that was really good yeah birds that's like the thing uh male cardinals are bright red females are brown but that that's how they they choose you know even deer you know the male the buck has like the big horns the show mhm very interesting mhm yeah so if you watch those animals you know when they when they get into their breeding season it's a lot of puffing and shaking men do that too like trying to find a lady 
They try and work out and get all strong looking. <laughs> Not always. I mean. Well, it depends. Like if it's like an alpha. Mm-hmm. You know. Sure. <laughs> the things that fraternities are made out of. Mm. All a bunch of alphas. Yeah. All the That's best, arguable. All the best football players from all the third string schools. Just testosterone is getting thrown around. Testosterone. <laughs> I think your Spanish rice is taking over. It's Father okay. God, we just come before you right now, Lord, and we just ask for forgiveness of sins. We just pray that all of this flesh goes in the mighty name of Jesus and that your Holy Spirit just comes in and takes over. And every word out of our mouth is from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Shots fired. Amen. When prayer is your weapon. Why is prayer not one? Because all those things Make you prayer. bring before the Lord through prayer and supplication. So when you talk to God to invoke the weapons of your warfare. That's prayer. That is prayer. I mean, that's one, one form of prayer. That's like the most informal form of prayer. I mean, you have your like postured prayer. You I know, mean, the, sometimes you just have a prayer of gratitude or... Yeah. Sometimes you just have a prayer of thanksgiving or... Yep. That sort of thing. Or you just pray in the Spirit. All of which have their place. Mm-hmm. But when you... I'm trying not to yawn. <laughs> just do it. Let it go. Oh, you just shake. Because yeah. I want it done. Does that make it done? Should we all yawn? It wasn't even a good one. I got a gone. I yawn good. <laughs> I gone yud. Mm-hmm. You just went hood. <laughs> <clears throat> that Sean Bowles thing with the King James version <laughs> with the message version today was so funny. Yeah, it was funny. It was literally like King James version was like, I have not forsaken thee. Mm-hmm. Like, I will never leave thee. <laughs> And then it was like messes, me, message, messes for version was like, what was it? It was a song. It was the song by what's his face. Never going to let you down. Oh, gonna, uh, <laughs> it was Rick so Roll. funny. Yeah. That yeah. Funny. Yeah, it was funny. Never going to give you up. Yep. Never going to let you down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a meme and that was the message version. It yeah. was so, King James, but it was so right on. Message. That was good. All right. Power of the blood. Mm-hmm. What can yeah. wash <laughs> away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. That's right. That's a verse. I'm going to go to it. <laughs> Joe sang last week, so yep. it's your turn. Everybody's singing. <laughs> First John 1, 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. The blood of the lamb, the blood of Christ shed. So that's like super significant because there's... Because <laughs> my thought changed. Super. <laughs> Your battery died for a second. <laughs> so it's really... 
Well, because <laughs> all of a sudden I thought about the Old Testament versus New Testament. Um, obviously, when we think about the blood of Jesus as a weapon, right? It's our covering, mm-hmm. right? And what does it cover? It covers a multitude of sins. You should pull up that verse. So in the Old Testament, in Exodus, in verse, in Exodus 12, verse 22, well, 21, then Moses called for all the elders of Israel and said to them, go forth, select and take a lamb according to your families and kill the Passover lamb. And you shall take a bunch of hyssop, which was a, it was a, a plant with a lot of branches, almost like a paintbrush. You shall take the branch of hyssop, dip it into the blood in the basin, and touch the lintel above the door and the two side post with the blood. And none of you shall go out of this house until the morning, for the Lord will pass through to slay the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood upon the lintel and the two side posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to come into your houses and to slay you. So the blood of the lamb was what they used in the Passover to keep from having the firstborn die. So it it was a protective marking or covering over the entrances to their house. Now, if you go New Testament and you think about the blood of the Lamb, who's Jesus, who was the last sacrifice, Hebrews, Mm -hmm. um, Hebrews 12. So you start to think about the application of his blood to the doorpost of our house. Our house, we are, we are, we are to house the Spirit of God. We are a temple of the Holy Ghost, right? So now if we're marked and covered in the blood of the lamb, mm-hmm. then those things will pass over us, right? So we're, we're covered by his atoning blood. His bloodshed on the cross was for our transgressions. Mm-hmm. I said this last week, he who knew, knew, who knew no sin took sin upon himself, right? Mm-hmm. So his blood covers a multitude of sins, the application of his blood as a weapon, as a covering over us as a person, is it's atoning and it's able to bring us into righteousness. We can't fight against principalities and powers without being covered in his righteousness. Yeah. Well, even you referenced Revelation 12. It says, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Yeah. Who, who did they overcome? They overcame the devil. Yeah, the accuser of the brethren. And so they overcame by the blood of the Lamb. So how is the blood powerful? Yeah, because you're to be more than a conqueror. Yeah. And how did Jesus conquer everything? Yep. He died for us. That's right. So there's an article by Kevin... Halloran and he goes over a few different things about the power of the blood Mm -hmm. and first it allows us to gain access to God in worship and prayer because the thing that separates us from God is sin right yeah and so the blood that was shed is for our redemption and Mm -hmm. sanctification and it allows us access to God yeah um we and it allows us to get forgiveness for our sin 
in Ephesians 1, 7, it says, In him we have redemption through his blood, mm-hmm. the forgiveness of sins according to his riches and glory, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it also clen- cleanses our conscience. Yeah. A conscience, a guilty conscience can be the biggest distraction of your life. Oh, yeah. And it cleanses your conscience. And the blood allows you, though you're not, you know, it says you're not meant to continue to sin, that grace will continue to abound, right? But it it offers that cleansing whenever you need it. Because mm-hmm. he already paid the price. Which immediately reminds me of communion. Yes. So that rolls us into Matthew 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We take communion in our household pretty often, Mm -hmm. more than I ever have in my life. Uh, It became... With so many churches, it's become like an event that you show up to and you do like a couple of times a year. And for us, knowing that Jesus said, do this often in remembrance of me, mm-hmm. we go above and beyond to make sure that it's not um, ritual. a ritual or or something that we do out of just a habit. But we always take into consideration what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. His body that was broken, the blood that was shed. Yeah. And if anybody in the house is sick, mm-hmm. we take communion. There was just a, a month ago, Max had a really weird cold thing that he wasn't able to kick. So they were finishing up Bible study, and him and Pastor, like his response was, Pastor can, or Grandpa to him, mm-hmm. can you serve me communion? And they took communion together. And he ended up finishing out the day pretty strong. Because God's seen his obedience to that command to do this often as you do in remembrance of me mm-hmm. and gave him health. So that's something we should do often. And that that in itself is a weapon. Yeah, My response to sickness or self-condemnation or any of these things is taking the meal of communion, which which is our modern day Passover feast, right? Mm-hmm, so yeah. we can we can apply the blood in that. So when we take that, we have to call our members, our mind, body, soul, and spirit into subjection to the command of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I don't know if you have this on your list, but first Peter. No? So in first Peter chapter one, um, starting in verse thirteen. It says, therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ as obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lusts as in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you can also be holy in all your conduct because Mm. it's written, be holy for I am holy. Yeah. And if you call on the father who without partiality judges according to each one's work, Conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Jesus 
as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. So good. The loins, gird up the loins of your mind. That's amazing. The truth, right? Well, the loins are the muscles internally behind your reproductive system. Mm-hmm. So the loins of your mind, that would tell me the muscles behind your ability to produce thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I, I'm a hunter. Mm-hmm. So when I harvest something or Max harvests something, one of the first meats that we we take because of their internal and you don't want them exposed to any of the entrails that you have to clean from the carcass is you remove the loins first mm-hmm. because they're 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 very easy to damage and they're one of the most sought after meats in any animal. Really? Yeah. Sick. Tenderloin. It's your filet mignon. <laughs> she's just she's having a light bulb moment right yeah, now. Yeah, because she likes filet. When you said loins, all I could think was the testicles. And I'm like, <laughs> why is that a delicacy? No, those are. They those are. are That's a Rocky yeah. Mountain oyster. That's everybody loves them. But no, honey. Uh, you one of your favorite cuts of I steak. I love loins. Yeah, loins. But <laughs> yes. think think about what that verse says. Though. I love tender loins. Don't ever. Yeah. God deliver us. That was awesome. Yeah. But that's powerful to me because, like, no, our, I went on a journey. Like, I was like, why do you have to cut off the testicles first? Like, that makes sense. That's because Max has to hang him in a tree to let everybody else out there know hunting that oh he got a gosh. buck. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. So is that's why a part of it too. I'm not a hunter. No, you're not. <laughs> that's so funny. You're barely a meat eater. She's like, but why do we want the loins? Mm. Why do you have to cut them off first? That's so funny. Yeah, but if you really now think that about that, that's like pretty, pretty mm-hmm. tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. Gird up. That means like when they would gird up their loins, when when they'd pull their loincloth, they'd pull it up so that it wouldn't interfere with their ability to run. Right. They would tuck it up under their belt and tighten their belt. So now their belt of truth is tightened. So when you think about girding something up, you're taking precautions so that you don't get tripped up, mm-hmm. so that it doesn't get in your way to move swiftly with agility. So you're girding up the loins of your mind, the muscle or the power behind your reproductive thought, your ability to produce. Now you're girding those up. And then you're you're walking out a process of the righteousness and the forgiveness and the atonement that comes through the blood of Jesus Christ. That's that's way like I had a light bulb moment right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we always think we always think of our approach to things as how can I fix this? I got to get my hands on it. You know, I got to get some elbow grease in there. And we need to literally gird up our thought process. We need to, we need to tighten things up and we, we need to make sure that there's no hindrance there. Yeah. 
Well, in Ephesians 1.4, it says, Before man existed, before planet Earth, the universe, etc., God purposed that his people should be holy mm-hmm. yeah, and walk before him in love. And we we can't be holy without the blood. No. Right. Because that's what and, was shed. Right. And even when we talk about like um, the name of the Lord is a mighty strong tower, right? Mm-hmm. And the righteous run into it. And they're safe. Like, we, the blood not only delivers us and protects us from things, but it also gains us access. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And without it, you know, and without the sanctification that it yep. provides, yep. You're, you don't have access to that safe place. Come you don't on. have access to his inner circle. Yeah. I don't know if I said this on a podcast before, so if I have repeated myself, just scratch this. But I had that epiphany like a couple months, probably two, three months ago, where mm-hmm. I was worshiping, saw myself in the throne room, had like God, just I saw just light on the throne and said to me, who gave mm-hmm. you permission to be here? And I pointed to Jesus and said, he did. And that's that revelation that needs to take place with that blood right there. Like, right. we only get this because he did it. Yes. When we put on the helmet of salvation, that's our head covering that protects our soul, mm-hmm. right? So our soul, the one thing that both God and the devil fight for, like, well, there's no comparison. There's no fight. The, the thing that the enemy wants to steal, our soul, is covered in the helmet of salvation. So you put on your helmet of salvation, anything that happens to you today, to be absent from the body, present with the Lord, you've, you're, you've put on your salvation, you're wearing your salvation, you've been working out your salvation. Mm-hmm. That helmet of salvation can only be through the blood shed on the cross. Right. That's where we get our salvation. So mm-hmm. that's our head covering, right? If we think about Old Testament Exodus and marking the doorpost and the side post, the, the lintel of the door and the side post with the blood of the lamb. So we're covered, mm-hmm. you know, like, like your mind is the doorway to everything else, your thought life. You know, your people, people that die um, from like... Uh, Wounds or gunshots a lot of times don't actually die from from the they don't actually die from that they mm-hmm. die from from trauma so like they go into shock yeah so their mind takes over and and then they go into shock and their their body their their immune system whatever starts shutting down their vital organs so they don't die from blood loss or whatever and then they end up dying from that instead of from the actual wound so when we have our our thought life covered in the blood right and our our thoughts are now through the blood that's a covering over kind of the doorway to everything else in our life Mm -hmm. because everything starts with thought because we're made in god's image and likeness we're creative he's the same yesterday today and forever he's a creative being and he said, you're made my our image and likeness. And 
we're creative people. That's why we have these thoughts and imaginations. Paul says, bring every thought and imagination captive to the true knowledge of God. So that true knowledge of God, that blood covering of who God is in our lives and who we are in God, mm-hmm. that's the, the power of blood being weaponized, the blood of Jesus being weaponized. Yeah. So to have the weapons of our warfare, the name of Jesus, which is huge because we, we, can, we can do nothing without that. Right. Because it's above every other name, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess. And then we have the blood of Jesus, which is our covering. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what happens, whether we win victoriously or die physically, if we're covered by that blood, our salvation is set. We're going to go on into eternity. So it's really important to understand that that as a weapon is is much needed and it's our covering it's the the protection of god Mm -hmm. no matter what happens we're protected because we become sinless through that yeah in his eyes so no matter what the accuser of the brethren says no matter what we think about ourselves when we're covered by the blood that's the lens that jesus god the father look at you through is the lens of the blood so when you're seen through the lens, if you think about the blood of Jesus on the cross as a lens, when you're seen through that lens, it washes white as snow. Mm-hmm. So he sees you as pure as he created you to be before the curse of sin entered the flesh. So before that fruit was eaten in the garden, before the knowledge of good and evil entered mankind through that fall, that's where we're that's where we're at with him that's where he sees us now is just as pure as how he created us like you just read in ephesians how he created us to be mm-hmm. that's powerful that's a powerful weapon right there no matter what the enemy says about you through the blood of jesus you're completely clean yeah it frees you from the accuser right no accusation can be, there's no charge Mm-mm. against you that can hold up against the atonement. It washes the atonement. you white as snow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we start to realize the truth about the blood of Jesus Christ and the authenticity that we get through it, people would not stumble anymore. I was going to say, so there is that missing piece. So how do you, how are you not using the blood as a weapon? is you're not fully understanding the revelation of what it actually is. Yeah. Because you can't apply something that you don't understand what you're applying or you don't believe what you're applying. Right. He died for you. That blood was shed for you. So let's say you died for me. Mm -hmm. And you went through all of that. And then after you were gone, I was like, well, he, I mean, he couldn't really died for me. Right. There's no way that he really did that for me. It would be very short-lived. You know what I mean? There, so then all of that work that was finished on the cross is no longer effective if the people have that mindset of, well, there's no way that he would have died for me. That's the importance of getting into a position of being disciple. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not 
surrendering underneath an anointing or, or have a very specific anointing that you're answering in your own life, mm-hmm. you'll never get in depthy to the word in like a place. When he, when he says depthy, he means deep. Yeah. I do mean deep. <laughs> <laughs> I love depthy. I'm going to use that tomorrow. When you get, when you get <laughs> into that place where you're... Of depth. Where you're studying these things right we're, yeah. we're constantly looking at who we are in christ through scripture yeah. yeah yeah and then it makes it applicable exactly i can apply the blood of the lamb yeah to my life because i know so, in revelations it says we overcome overcome by the blood of the lamb yeah that's we overcome him yeah, That's we overcome the enemy piece. Yes. by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So now I understand that the only reason I have a testimony is because of the blood of the lamb. And what is that? Jesus said to the disciples, I'm going to go away yeah. and you won't have to go through me anymore, but you'll pray in my name mm. and God will answer anything you ask in my name. And they were like, Lord, don't leave us. Mm-hmm. But he said, you'll ask in my name and the Lord will do it for you. Mm -hmm. He said, you'll ask in my name and all that I am. Yeah. So we have this person that we go to church with who, I mean, I I think she's been a believer for many years, Mm -hmm. but she was, um, it wasn't, tormented isn't the word that I'm looking for. She was captive. Yeah. She was, she was, um, in captivity, imprisoned, yeah, in her own mind, mm-hmm. and so I'm sharing this anecdote so that people have like a practical application and they can see how it was used. So, um, pastor gave a message and he talked about healing of uh, mental illness and um, like anxiety, depression. Mm-hmm. loneliness suicidal yeah. thoughts, suicidal thoughts. Um, and he talked about how the crown was placed on Jesus's head and that's the first place that he shed blood mm. and that healing started there yeah. from the top from the top of your head um, and it was a light bulb moment for her yeah hearing that yes it, like literally Holy Spirit, showed up and she got delivered like yes, radically because she realized at that moment that she could then plead the blood over her own mm-hmm. mind and be set free because she was captive to that those thoughts yeah and those feelings yeah but it wasn't until she realized yeah until she got that revelation and yes belief. and sometimes it's just like you need that imagery yep. to understand right yeah mm-hmm. and so that she immediately started to plead the blood over her own thought processes and she was delivered yeah. from yeah. that. Yeah. And that's a, an incredible testimony. Yeah. When, when we think about pleading our case, mm-hmm. you know, before a magistrate or a judge or something like that, we think about defending ourselves. Yeah. But sometimes when we, when we plead our case, right? So we plead before God and we say, I know I'm a sinner. I know that I'm not righteous, mm-hmm. but your blood, yeah, your word says that your blood has done this for me. 
though I'm unworthy, I receive it. Mm-hmm. It's like if you've ever heard somebody say, I plead the fifth. Yeah. We're saying we plead the blood. Come on. Yeah. That's our answer. Though I'm though I'm not worthy mm-hmm. of mercy, though I'm not worthy of grace, you you've so freely given this gift. Yep. I'm and invoking I receive the blood. It. Yeah. I, I invoke it. I plead it over mm-hmm. my life. I plead it over my children. That's right. I plead it over the sins that I've committed. Mm-hmm. I plead it over the good things that I've done. Yeah. You plead the blood of Jesus over the good things that you've done so that those can be an open work and an open show for those who've not heard the good news yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you're such a good person. You did this. I did that. I did that because of this. And then you get to share the mm-hmm. word of your testimony of what you've come from. Yeah. It's finished. That's what Jesus said when he shed the blood yeah. and took his last breath. It's finished. Everything that you hold yourself in in contempt of, everything that you hold against yourself, all those lies that mm-hmm. have been placed in your mind by the enemy, Jesus shed his blood and he said, it is finished. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, even rocks split. It was like a it was like a earthquake. Yeah. Dead came out of the tombs. Why did they come out of the tombs? Uh Pastor Joe was preaching on this. Yeah, they they, be- they it were It was bearing... an aftershock. Yeah. Right? No, it... that's that's how it was described in your message that the the power of the resurrection of Jesus and the blood he shed and God resurrecting him was so powerful that an aftershock that's how that's how mom described it after you spoke it was that aftershock that it was so powerful it raised other people yeah, from the, the dead the the power of that that sacrifice was so divine that it raised people from the dead and they walked the streets during the feast mm-hmm. and during the sabbath and they gave witness and if if you don't think that we're correct here you need to go and read Matthew 26 and 27 Shout out, Matthew. Because that's his account of what happened. So we have been delivered, set free, and covered in all our issues by the blood of Jesus. This is very exciting. Mm-hmm. It gets me fired up. Yeah. You know? Like I want to punch the air right now. Well, it... it <laughs> like, like this is good news. It, it brings life. Yeah. Because we're no longer dead in our sins and transgressions. Here's the thing. So I was anemic in real life, by the way, IRL. I was anemic for over 10 years. Blood, I can tell you very, very sincerely, blood brings life. I know that that seems like, well, duh. But like the lack of blood. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It truly sucks the life out of you. Yeah, and the headaches. You were tired aches, all the, the time. All the time. And spiritually so, right? Mm-hmm. If you are spiritually anemic and you have a lack of the blood of Jesus in mm-hmm. your life, you're going to feel worn out, burnt out. And I, you know, Joe and I were just talking the other day. I have moments, I think everybody does, where they're a, a burnt out, but that that's indicative of a bigger problem yeah i need a a blood transfusion come on how do you get the blood transfusion you read the inspired word of god and take communion yeah Yeah. 
you can impart and take communion. And he said, drink of this cup. Yeah. yeah. Drink mm -hmm. of my blood and do this often as re in remembrance, remembrance of, of me. me. That's yeah. the fastest way for you to get that transfusion you need to bring you back yes. to life. And speaking the word and serving communion to others too. Mm. Like sometimes you got to administer yeah. them a blood transfusion, mm -hmm. right? We are we have this mindset that we have to attend certain Sundays a year or something to receive communion. And we're supposed to be doing this often. Yeah. So we need to get that as a healthy part of our lifestyle, as, as our Christian lifestyle that we live every day where we're conscious of getting that blood transfusion, where we're conscious of bringing ourselves into that meal that heals. Do you think, I've thought about this. Um, I, it's, it's common in um, liturgical settings, mm -hmm. like Catholic churches, for example, yeah. that people take part in the Eucharist yeah. all of the time, if eligible, right? Yeah. Yep. But I think that people have, in the evangelical setting, right, like non-denominational churches, mm -hmm. they convince themselves sometimes that it's reserved for special occasions yeah, it's an event. and that it yeah that it's an event and it is substantial and it, it is beneficial and it's a big deal but he said to do it often yeah. and pastor always we're robbing ourselves pastor yeah. always talks about how many times people will be like well i didn't take it today because i didn't feel worthy and it says not to take it if you're unworthy and he's like well then repent and take it yeah like turn right standing. yeah yeah get your mm -hmm. heart right and take it like yeah. don't walk out of here without taking it right mm -hmm. like this yeah, is an opportunity in not take it because they didn't think that they could yeah and and that, mm -hmm. that's not that's not a a place where you say okay i'm i'm unworthy i'm gonna walk away and i don't want to do it to my own damnation that's a place where you go all right god i don't want to be in damnation i want to be right with you so i mm -hmm. repent right now and if if it's a sin that you can walk away from and that you're not going to go on premeditated with the actions of it where you just keep going back to it thinking well i can just ask repentance again god's so faithful and just mm -hmm. to forgive us of all unrighteousness and he'll do it so fast and he probably already did it as soon as he's seen your heart change yeah and he was probably just standing there like waiting to like lift the bottom of the cup up like mm -hmm. tip her back like, yeah we're gonna do this Yep. We we take communion pretty often and we've actually with grape juice, by the way. Yeah. And we've we've discipled people and we were with a, a younger couple and I can't remember if he said he had like uh, it was like a demonic attack, like a fear thing or something and sickness all hit him and like he all he could think is like i need to just take communion and he like looked in the refrigerator and there was like nothing oh if it's the same person yeah it was on behalf of his dad oh was it yeah yeah so it was that a, something big was going yeah. on with his dad and he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna take communion and you pray know pray and intercede yes and i think like all he could find was grape jelly 
and a Dorito. Like, uh, yeah, it was like, and a, or a cracker or something. Yeah. And he was like, God, you know my heart. Like, Yeah, and he did it. He took yeah. communion, but there was fruit from that. Yeah, there was. Like, God was probably in between chuckles, like, man, I got him. Like, he's he, he's got my attention. Like, he's he's literally overcome the fear of the world and all the ideas of of what's right and what's wrong and mm-hmm. he's just focused on me right now and he's trying to partake of everything I did and he's like boom and and there was results yeah Heidi did you did your family when you were growing up did you guys take communion all the time or was it the same where yeah it, it was like at often. church mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know it's interesting because there there's kind of a push pull sometimes generationally mm-hmm. with like the praise and worship songs that we sing. And I think one of the more substantial differences between modern, I mean, there's exceptions to all of this, but between modern worship, it's more anthemic and it's more, it's designed a lot of times for outreach and drawing yeah. people in Call but the action. older songs mm-hmm. sing more often about the blood of Jesus. Yeah. They, they have like more reverence in a, yeah. Sense of tradition, too. They're more depthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They all have their place. Uh, they do. They do. They it's a place. different anointing on both types of worship. But um, I was in a home by myself. This was a couple of years ago. I don't remember. I went through something, and I started humming the old rugged cross and then i ended up singing it and then i ended up in full-on tears meanwhile these people have like a ring (laughs) camera i can't remember if they came home or if i just panicked thinking like oh my gosh i'm sobbing in their dining room on the floor they say to assume that like even if you're at a house that's for sale and you're checking it out Mm -hmm. always assume you're on camera oh yeah yep so Joe was just working through some stuff that day. Yeah. And if they would have walked in, I would have probably gave them the full flood. I would have just gushed. Our carpet cleaner's having such a bad day, you guys. Look <laughs> They're at like, did your somebody die? And I'm like, yeah, Jesus on an old did. rugged cross. But he and, rose again. And that's why I'm here. So yeah. I think it's really common, most common. We see the application of the blood when it comes to physical healing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got to talk to a customer today, and I haven't heard from them in a little while. Mm -hmm. And they're up in years, and she called, and she never calls. And I thought, man, I hope everything's all right. On the phone, we were talking, and she really sounded, like, upbeat. Mm -hmm. And she's in her 90s. And I said, how's your husband doing? And she said, oh, honey, he, he passed the day after Christmas. I said, I'm so sorry, because he had had like a bout with cancer. And so we were talking, and my nephew was with me, and he's in the truck with me next to me. And I had her on speaker because I was driving. And I just started to share with her about Mm -hmm. the beauty of going to be with Jesus and and getting, you know, a glorified body Mm -hmm. and to be absent from here, present with the Lord and all these things. And it was really a good conversation. I said, man, I almost feel selfish now about saying I'm sorry he's gone in a sense because I know he's doing better than we are now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really don't feel it's going to be that long. And I said, I hope. Now, I don't know 
exactly. I, n- I think they're Lutheran. Mm-hmm. But I said, I really hope that you and I are raptured up with Jesus together and get to see him that way. And she goes, I really hope so too. And I was like, man, what a, what a powerful conversation. Like just in my day. Dude, the rapture is going to be so wild. <sighs> I can't Can you even. imagine? Like I, I cry every time. <laughs> Carlos immediately Carlos, perks up. He like fully panics. Like, every what? time. <laughs> Where did this go? Every mm-hmm. time Cheryl blows her shofar at church, uh, I cry. Same. I cry because my Same. spirit gets raptured up. Raptured means lifted up. My spirit gets lifted up every time that call to attention or assembly happens. My spirit goes nuts. Like I'm ready. I'm not ready, but I'm ready. Like, I'm not ready in a sense of, like, I think there's so many people out here that need to hear the gospel message, the Mm -hmm. good news of Jesus Christ, that can walk in these weapons of warfare and not just kind of slide through life or Mm -hmm. or try and avoid conflict, but they can walk confidently and feel exactly who they are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Learn how to fight, man. So, like, I want to see that happen before we go. Yeah. But... The idea of like that feeling you get though, when, when that happens mm-hmm. of like, man, this could be it. Like, I know the sound, like your spirit man knows. Yeah. It's like your, your body doesn't know what to do. So you just cry, but your spirit man knows. It's like almost too much. And then like at certain times I'm just like, oh man. Yeah. I love I it. I got to be able to sing. I love and it. My voice is shaking. You get some um, like you you get in some places and you can see the Pharisees come out when somebody blows like a shofar and oh, that just just doesn't go with what the song was and it's like oh man you need deliverance I was, I was just talking about how shofars they have a bad rap they they they've there's been we've had people we've come had into people the church get a little obnoxious with their shofar well and people that were in rebellion yes and they were just like trying to teach the the modern day church a lesson because maybe they had like or people genuinely doing it for attention yeah certain beliefs that kind of go into like a messianic or something like that Mm -hmm. so sometimes when you see people that are hurt or that have had a bad run or they feel like people haven't received their message well maybe they have a good revelation of something but their delivery is a little off because they don't feel heard mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they try and force it and they mm-hmm. they lose track of the holy spirit opening doors for them and now they're just trying to kick doors open it's very interesting because the woman that blows it at our church has an anointing for it yeah and you can tell and it's as if i haven't heard it before with an anointing and she's really yes. um apprehensive about just going with it she she wants to make sure she wants like some eye contact first yeah she wants to make sure that that Mm -hmm. ministry the people that are stewarding the specific anointing and call in the body are saying please go ahead Mm -hmm. which is awesome but sometimes i'm like just do it (laughs) like she did a couple times on sunday and it was very good it was so good um can i just say guess what no babies cry or even wake up no. Can I just say something that's like on my heart to say? I said that because it's not like a startling. Oh, so I said that right. because they cried when you blew it. <laughs> <laughs> 
That I can believe. <laughs> Not when I blew it, that when Christina when blew Christina it. When Christina blew it. If somebody blew it and a baby cried. Yeah, it was Christina. Dude, you I You blew can't. it at him, though. <laughs> Who? Atlas. Atlas. You, like, aimed it at him. Like, oh. I was like, look. And then I blew Heidi, it. Heidi, no, do, do your shofar sound. Do it. I did a peacock, and I sang. I can't even. <laughs> Oh, if the trumpet sounds like that, we're all going to miss the bus. <laughs> Jesus is going to be like, come on, guys. First of all, if anybody heard a shofar, they'd be like, that's pretty spot on. No, There's Jesus on a white horse <laughs> coming through the clouds, but that doesn't sound like a shofar. <laughs> 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 just, just somebody with a kazoo. <laughs> it's like a, a mini ram's horn with a little bit of wax paper. <laughs> A slide whistle. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, I. This truly is on Lord my heart. Forgive us, though. Um, God had a, has a sense of humor, I know. so he's good. But I thought about this with um, the the name episode that we just did, and now talking about the blood. Is anybody that's listening? If anybody has ever made you feel like either of uh, either of those two things are inaccessible to you, it's a lie. Come on. Mm, come on. You don't have to do anything special to have access to the redemption through Christ's blood that he shed. You don't there aren't extra steps. Um you don't have to meet a certain profile. Mm. The blood of Jesus is there for everybody. Um same with his name. If you are acting according to his will and purpose then and you are aligned with him you are you are given the um special dispensation you are it is dispensed to you to be able to use his name and his blood to to fulfill his purposes on this earth and i just think it's an important thing to call out if you feel unworthy he to use the name of Jesus he offers you the blood when he he gives you step by step like any he calls you into holiness and sanctification and he has like actionable steps to get there and if you feel unworthy or unholy it's a lie from the pit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. don't let that stand between you and all the potential that lies before you by utilizing these weapons that we're talking Come about. On. It don't be surprised if those thoughts or feelings maybe even are amplified at the very prospect of you fulfilling this in your own life. Hmm. Because th- these weapons make you unstoppable. You're aligned with the the king of the universe, the king of kings, lord of lords. And the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, we said last week, every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess and hell is aware of that. Mm -hmm. And so don't let hell rise up against you um, and make you feel like these things are inaccessible to you because they're not. That's right. right. You know, we worked with youth Mm -hmm. for a little while and to disciple and train kids that's like trial by fire in ministry by the way yeah (laughs) when we were working with them Mm -hmm. a lot of them were like not confident to pray out loud or anything and we've seen a lot of miracles 
like God moved. Mm-hmm. And these kids witnessed them. And we still have conversations with some of these kids where they're like, oh, man, that one time. Mm-hmm. But one thing that we would teach them, if you don't know the words to pray, but you know what you want to see God do, just speak the name of Jesus. Yeah, speak the name of Jesus and plead we, the blood. We've seen mm-hmm. legs grow out, like yeah. over an inch you know, like, I don't know if it was God just straightening out somebody's spine or whatever. Maybe they had scoliosis and didn't know it. But we've seen people healed of different things. We've seen a deaf girl get a percentage of her hearing back, all because of kids speaking the name of Jesus in her ears when she took her hearing aids out. So we've seen all these things, right? Mm-hmm. I've seen a little boy with a degenerative, like, eye disease that was legally blind right Mm -hmm. the the only thing i think i was saying when i was praying for his eyes was jesus Mm -hmm. well heidi during your turning point weren't you weren't you both doing that yeah as well yep praying in the spirit and saying jesus Mm -hmm. yeah it's all of it Genesis to Revelation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then to be covered, the covering of his blood mm-hmm. brings us to a place of righteousness to be able to, to steward that. It, it gives us the authority and authenticity. Hebrews 9.11. But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come with the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands that is not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood he entered the most holy place Mm. once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant. Come on. By means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, Mm. that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. For where there is a testament, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. Yeah. For a testament is in force after man or after men are dead, since it has no power at all while the while the testator lives. Therefore, not even the first covenant was dedicated without blood. For when Moses had spoken to every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and goats with water, scarlet wool, and hyssop, which you were talking about tonight and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people, saying, this is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you. Mm -hmm. Then, likewise, he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry. And according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood, and without shedding of blood, there is no remission. It's like a whole yeah. podcast episode. Right when there. in the blood of the the bulls and in the ashes of mm-hmm. the red heifer and all that stuff, it was temporal. Uh, it lasted a year. Every year 
you had to come back in with the sacrifice and bring it to the priest and they had to take it in. And when, when it talks about Jesus being that final testament or that final sacri- blood sacrifice, it's because he is a living sacrifice. He's raised from the dead. He's alive. Mm-hmm. And it was the final. So there's no blood as pure as his, not made by man, not groomed or, or bred or anything like that. Yeah. So his his is so final yeah, and so pure yeah. that no matter what we do, if we're in right standing with him through his blood, we're covered. Yeah. I need to finish Hebrews 9 because it's like outstanding. Therefore, it was necessary that the copies of the things in the heavens should be purified with these, but heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Not that he should offer himself often, as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with blood of another, which you just said. He then would have to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now, once, at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. So, (laughs) yeah, so good. So Christ was offered once to bear the sin of many to those who eagerly wait for him, who will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. Mm-hmm. That whole YOLO thing, mm-hmm. it ain't true. No, I tell it people, that's a, a good segue that I use into ministry. Um, people will say like, I'll, you're like, Hey, YOLO, it ain't no. true. <laughs> no, nope, not at no, all. But, I'll be doing something stupid like buying a whole pie for myself. And people will be like, ooh, that looks good. I'm like, you only live twice, once here and once in eternity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they'll be like, what? And I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to live here and I'm going to eat stuff like this, but then I'm going to live again in eternity and I'll end up sharing with them. Mm -hmm. And it sounds crazy and it sounds weird, but it works. Yeah. I just had like a picture of Peter Pan or what's the hook? Yeah. Can you imagine? I know it's not going to be like this. So I'm joking. Okay. But can you imagine if Joan gets to heaven and it's like that situation where he's like, the Oh, pi- like the, in the movie the where in you front have of to, you, you just have to imagine. use your imagination. <laughs> it probably will be like that. Rufio. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> you would be so disappointed. He's doing it, Peter. You're doing it. That's hilarious. They get in that big food fight. Yeah. That was a good movie. The weapons. The weapons. The weapons. The name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Stay tuned for next time. Yeah. The word. Thank you so much for joining us today. We pray that you found encouragement through what we've shared. We would be so honored if you would make sure that you're following us. You should also find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at at the Real King Podcast. That's at T-H-E Real King Podcast. And don't forget, we put out new episodes every Monday. See you next time. <laughs>